Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Well, we, we talked about it on Friday with Brian Habana, the first test match in the Lions, British and Irish Lions, you should say, Springboks series. And it was an absolute classic Lions affair with plenty of feeling and tension you could definitely cut. Andrew McKenna called the game for TalkSport in the UK. He is an astute rugby mind of the highest order, and he joins us now on the line. Very lucky to have him. Morning, Andrew. Very good morning. I don't think I've deserved that kind of build-up for many a year, so thank you very much. <laughs> oh, well, that's all right. We try to look after those, empower those that give up their time on Baznazi for breakfast. So awesome to have you on. I want to know, though, was it because it was exhausting to watch on a Sunday morning as a replay and it wasn't even live, was it exhausting to commentate? There was a lot of feeling in that affair. It certainly was. I mean, it was physical beyond belief. I mean, there wasn't a huge amount of rugby played in the fact that both sides made about, I think it was about 240 metres each. When you bear in mind what, you know, a standard test match, you you might expect one of the sides to make, what, 400 metres during the game in an attack. But there was just constant tackling, uh, massive hits going in from both sides. I mean, it was a it was a, a real sort of South African style game, but it it was just brutal from start to finish. That's exactly how it looked as well, and and it was brutal. Brutal was definitely the word, and so often is with Lions tours. You've covered a lot of them and seen a lot of them, Andrew. How does the momentum of these kind of camps work? And can you explain that to us? So, how important that winning the first test so often can be in these these series? Well, in the last, the Lions have played seven series in South Africa since. Um, sorry, they've played seven series um, since World War Two. And in the uh, matches where they've won the first test, they've gone on to win four of the series. So it's absolutely massive in terms of getting that momentum going. It's, it's the same as it is in cricket, you know, in a five-match series. If you get one, maybe even two up, you feel much better about yourself. The, the big concern for the Lions will be is South Africa were massively undercooked. They, they've only played one genuine test match since the Rugby World Cup of 2019, and that was against Georgia, 
three weeks ago. Because of COVID and all of that, they haven't been able to play. So they were massively undercooked. That was why it was so important for the Lions to win yesterday's game, because South Africa, as the series goes on, are going to get better and better. So therefore, if the Lions didn't win that one, they had themselves a problem. Now they've got themselves a 1-0 lead with two more to go. So they'll feel not comfortable about things, but they'll feel better about it than they would have a week ago. Andrew, it's Baz McCullum here. Just with that being such a, a titanic struggle, do you think now that game one's underway, there might just be an element of fluidity or, or some flair creep into, into the next match in the series? It's a, it's a difficult one to know, to be honest, Baz. Um, it's, it's such a... Um such a physical series. I mean, I, 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 we've not had any word yet from either camp in terms of definite injury problems for the second game. We know that Dan Bigger, um, the, the the playmaker for, for the Lions, he came off injured, so that will be a concern. They actually lost Wynne Jones, the prop, on the morning of the game to a shoulder problem that he picks up on Thursday. So I think injuries could well actually determine the flow of this series as much as anything else. Um, it, it's it's really, really attritional. Um, so I, I, I'm not quite sure how the flow on this one goes. Very interestingly, though, I've got to tell you this. Last week, Warren Gatland was not a happy man. Um, the Lions were due to name their team for the first test on Thursday. On Tuesday afternoon, someone in the uh, British media got a whisper of what the 23 was going to be, published it. They got 22 of the 23 names right. And as a result, the Lions had to bring forward their team announcement to Wednesday. So that got leaked out. And then the Wynn Jones injury on Saturday managed to leak out on Saturday morning as well. Warren Gatland is not a man who likes leaks within the camp. So very tellingly, the Lions have given us their media uh, calendar for the next few days. As I say, they have to name the team on Thursday. Warren Gatland is elected to name it on Tuesday this week for the second test because I think he's just got the impression that it's going to leak out anyway, so you might as well do it in a controlled way. Yeah, it is fascinating. We're a, we're a bit of a punting show here as well, or station, shall we say. We enjoy a punt anyway. We're not a punting station, but if we could get the forecast of 22 out of the 23 in the races to come this week, we'd all be very, very ha- <laughs> happy. But anyway, just, um, Andrew, one of the other things, I, I guess, and, and you mentioned... Um, Dan Bigger there as well, and, and his influence on the game. He, he was instrumental in that clear tactic of being able to use the high ball, and and majority of the Lions playmakers do. If he is, in fact, out, have they still got some personnel within that, in that squad that can still use that tactic, which was which was obviously um, was pretty effective on, on in that game in the weekend? Yeah, Owen Farrell was on the bench, the, uh, the England standoff, so he can easily go there. He's covering 10 and 12 from the bench uh, on Saturday, so Farrell could easily go there. The other option is Finn Russell, the, the Scottish guy who uh, plays his rugby for Racing 92 in Paris. Now, he actually spent last week with his uh, foot in the old air boot uh, because he'd managed to uh, damage his Achilles. So that would be a bit of a leap of faith. But if the Lions feel that their best bet is to play slightly wider out against South Africa, and I'll be honest, I think they might need to get a little bit wider because they've got some really good wingers and back three players uh, as a whole, wingers and fullbacks. I I would want to get them more involved in the game. I'm not sure one try is enough to to win a a test 
match regularly. They've managed it this weekend, but I wouldn't want to be relying on that. So I think Finn Russell may well get a spot on the bench, which I suppose if you're chasing a game, gives you more of an attacking option. If you want to try, if you are... I've got the luxury of having a six or seven point lead and want to close it down, then Farrell would absolutely be the man you'd want to kick the corners. Fantastic. Andrew, you mentioned Warren Gatlin just before. He's a guy we know. He's actually the Chiefs coach. Well, he's pretty much the Chiefs coach. He'll share with Clayton <laughs> McMillan. So it's a kind of a, a funny one. How's he been received this time around? You spoke about, I mean, that's just so classic, being typically a bit grumpy with the media, uh, with their team being leaked. But how's he going? How's he being perceived and received by the British and Irish fans and the media? Because he can be prickly. Well, I think he's having a slightly better time of it this time round than he did four years ago when um, some of your guys, shall we say, gave him a less than happy welcome home. Yeah. So I'm thinking back particularly to the clown comments, which oh, he yeah. didn't necessarily take that well to. Um, so I think he's enjoying it a little bit more. It has to be said, though, this is far from a normal Lions tour. Think back four years when we had thousands and thousands of, of British and Irish fans in their red shirts swarming all over New Zealand. Every match of this series is being played behind closed doors. Um, it's, it's a really quite soulless experience. Now, we all know the reasons why, and we have to do it. Um, but to give you a, a, an example, um, although the Lions are officially based in Cape Town for these test matches, they're actually staying in a place down near Hermanus, which is 90 k's away, out of Cape Town. So they're well out of the, the whole thing. So when they, when they train, they train down there, but they have to come up and drive up to Cape Town for the games. So it, it's, it's not a, a normal series by any stretch of the imagination. And it, it's really down to, it's solely down to rugby matches. Can you play and win those games? All the other stuff that goes with it, going out into the communities, doing the school visits, all the things that they did in New Zealand, they just can't do this time round. So it, it's really quite a soulless Lions tour. So in that respect, it is all about the rugby and the winning, um, which in some respects I think Warren would quite enjoy because I think at times some of that stuff four years ago got in the way. But it, it, it's not a happy experience compared to previous tours, this one. Yeah, well, it is hard to take being clowned in a newspaper very well. It was a strange thing at the time, and it's kind of strange as an age particularly well. I'll leave you with this one, Andrew. Alan Wynne-Jones, we'll leave you with this. If he can get his side up and win one more test here to take this series, is he in any danger of going down as maybe the greatest line? The co the, sorry, the captain of the 1993 team to New Zealand, Gavin Hastings, told me at an event a couple of weeks before the series started that if Alan Wynne-Jones captains the Lions to a series win here, he should go down as the greatest Lion full stop ever. Wow. Now, Willie John McBride, the uh, captain in the 60s and the 70s, is generally speaking called Mr. Lions because he played something like 18 test matches for the Lions on those tours, but they played more games. They sometimes played four or even five test matches on those tours. Nowadays, they only play three. So this is Alan Wynne-Jones' fourth tour as a British and Irish Lion. So he's been, and been at this for a while. So when you consider how long he's been, he actually, this was his 10th test match for the British and Irish Lions this weekend and we've got two more to go in this series so he could easily be on 12 at the end of this it's incredible and remember as well what was it 22 23 days ago maybe slightly longer now he dislocated his shoulder in edinburgh as they played japan in a warm-up game 
thought his tour was over, managed to recover in 18 days, and he is back out there, captaining the side, and by the way, played the full 80 minutes of that game. That is incredible. Oh, that, what, you're, the, what you're describing right <laughs> there is, is a Superman. Uh, Andrew McKenna of TalkSport commentated the game for TalkSport. The Lions versus Springboks, Test 1. Baz, Alan Wynne-Jones, you heard it there, um, Andrew, spoken to Gavin Hastings. He, he might be, and, and when you hear stories like that, he is a superpower in the game of rugby, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely, and what a what a great interview with Andrew as well, just beautifully spoken and absolutely spot on as well. Interesting Gavin Hastings name there too. I remember watching Gavin Hastings play all those years ago. He was a, he was a joy to watch as well. But a real, like for him to have busted his shoulder like that, and now to have, as he as he mentioned, played eighty minutes. That's um, that's Richie McCaw-esque, isn't it? Just real sort of strong and hearty performance. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.